I type out my thoughts, then I say them aloud To whom? Who knows? Who cares? Me so Am I going to say them anyway? Hell yeah Enjoy Okay, so <laughs> In preparation for this topic I watched a 1 minute 37 second clip of the Wendy Williams on The Masked Singer at least 20 times, and it never got old. I sang along, I laughed, highly entertaining, highly entertained. But for those who don't know, The Masked Singer is a singing competition show where the competitors are disguised in crazy costumes and the judges have to try to figure out who it is underneath the costume. And they're usually like celebrities or people that we know. Now, Wendy went on the show and was disguised as Big Red Lips and was singing her heart out, off-pitch, cracks, snorting and all of that but that's what made it so good and so funny like if you know her you know she just does not care what comes out of her mouth and that's why people love her but also hate her here's a clip The high notes, the laughs, the carefree nature of the performance. Like, honestly, I would expect nothing less from Aunt Wendy, whose talk show catchphrase is, say it like you mean it. Did y'all hear her saying, play with me, play with me. If you know the words, let's go. Here I go. And then she hit that high note at the end. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that's a whole nother level of iconic. When you're willingly making a fool of yourself and you don't care because you're having fun doing it. <sighs> the best thing to come out of 2020 so far. Let me go watch it one more time. So where do I even begin with this one? I've only ever told a few people this story, but a part of growth is reflection. So there's no better place for me to reflect than here at Thoughts Aloud. <laughs> um, it happened nearly four years ago, so all the details aren't exactly clear. But this is my story of how I got scammed out of $200. So I was in my sophomore year of college and I had gone home for the weekend and I had to run some errands. So borrowing my sister's car, I decided to stop at the nearby Sardi's for some um, lunch. Sardi's is a Peruvian restaurant that serves some delicious chicken. <laughs> Anyways, I park and as I walk towards the Sardi's entrance, I see an older gentleman. Uh, let's call him Samson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Asking people for help with something. I think nothing of it or him and walk in to get my chicken. I come back out and make eye contact with Samson foolishly. Samson sees this as a sign to approach and begins to ask for help. Apparently, 
his car had broken down on the road and he needed some help getting to an auto store to get a car part to fix it. Mm -hmm. Now, again, Samson looked as normal as normal can be. Not that that should matter when helping someone, but there was nothing about him that looked deceitful or dangerous. He could have been a neighbor, a friend's dad, Baptist church pastor, who knows? Anyways, so basically what he wanted from me was simply a ride down to a local mechanic who would have the car part he needed. Why couldn't he walk? Why was he asking for help outside of a Sardis? How did he get from his car all the way to the Sardis? All questions I wasn't asking myself in the moment because Samson just seemed like a nice guy that needed some help. Though a little skeptical at first, I saw this as my good deed for the year, so I agreed to help um, Samson. Uh, Samson was so appreciative. As we walked to my car, he went on and on about how people were so cold and unkind these days and how I was the first person to acknowledge him and he is so grateful and all this stuff. On and on he went. Anyway, we began to drive what was supposed to be right down the road to the auto store, which I had seen a few in the area, so that wasn't unbelievable. Samson starts a conversation about... If I have a job, where I go to school, what I'm studying, if I'm religious, what church I belong to, Samson was pulling out all the stops to keep me at ease. I think to myself, oh, he's asking about church, a holy man. He wouldn't lead me astray. Mm -hmm. So we finally get to the gas station, the mechanic place, whatever, and he's just sitting in my passenger seat quietly for a moment. Now, in my head, I'm like, this is your stop. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> and here Samson goes. This is what he says to me. All right, here he goes. Kofi, you've already helped me out so much. And I'm so embarrassed as like a grown man asking you to help me anymore. But the car part that I need is $250 and I only have $50 on me. And I just realized I left my wallet in my car. That's what he said. <laughs> I was in too deep. I told him I didn't have cash on me and he went on to ask me to wait here and see so he could see if there was an ATM inside. I left this man get out of the car, go inside the gas station and wait for him to come back and confirm there was an indeed an ATM. Why in that moment when he was gone, did I not drive off in the moment? Again, he had done such a good job of boosting my ego of, of making me feel like being a good and kind person and all that stuff and ease my worries of his conniving, thieving, true nature with his appearance of helplessness and personality of kindness. Like he had done the work. Okay. That, that's one thing I can give him. He did the work. So he even went as far to ask me to write down my number so he could call me once he got back to his car and we could set up a time to meet later on that day so he could repay me the money that I lent him. How nice of him. Samson's like so thoughtful. Thank you, Samson. Good for you. <laughs> With that reassurance, I went in. I took my hard earned money out, slaving at my restaurant job and gave it to Samson. Samson, again, so appreciative and grateful, thanked me, assuring me he would call me later that day to meet. With my number and cash in his hand, I got into my car, the smell of my now lukewarm sardis in the back seat, and began my drive home. He never called. Now, how many red flags did you guys hear while listening to this? Because I caught most of them after the fact, more so once I realized I was never getting a call and I was never getting my $200 back. There's just so many things about the whole thing looking back that just does not make sense. Like, where was his phone? Again, how did he get to the Sardis from his broken down car on the highway? Why did he take my number and I didn't take his? 
Well, that one's more on me, but still, I'm the victim here. Uh, was there even a car in the first place? What type of grown man cons a 19-year-old college student out of money? Samson? Samson does. Okay, Samson. It's Samson does that. So, so many other things. Like, what else can you guys think of? Because needless to say, anytime I go back to that Sardis, I'm always on the lookout for Samson scamming ass. <sighs> okay, let me... <laughs> this is four years ago. I already let it go. Let me just calm down. Okay. Anyways, like most situations, when they happen to me, especially when they're fucked up, I just have to laugh and humor myself. Like, but first I was grateful because it never became a dangerous situation. Like that wasn't even in my mind, the entire interaction that Samson literally could have done anything violent to me sitting right next to me in my car, a complete stranger. So I'm appreciative it didn't take a bad turn in that sense. But yeah, again, I just had to laugh about it. Maybe not right away. It took a little bit of time for me to get over seeing the minus $200 in my bank account, but eventually I did get over it because for him to go through all that as a grown man, he clearly needed the money more than me. Was the way he went about getting it absolutely shitty? 100% yes. Could I make this $200 back in one shift at my job? Also yes. Would I ever trust or be as open as I was with helping those in need? especially strangers ever again? Sadly, no. Editing Kofi here, new segment alert. Every once in a while, this segment will show up for things I want to talk about, but not at dire length. So it's just like a a whole bunch of segments into one, just shooting the shit, okay? Shooting the shit segment. (laughs) Um, So here's the segment. No one wants to listen to 25 song music albums. I was going to talk more about this, but that's the gist of it. The best albums for me are somewhere around 13 to 15 songs. Anything more than that, the lyrics, the sounds, the songs all usually become repetitive and monotonous. Like, what do you guys think? Do you guys like long albums? Does it depend on the artist? Because, like, of three of Drake's albums that I was looking at, like, they're all, like, 25 songs. Who is listening to that? All right, well, maybe someone's listening to it because he's getting paid, but I'm not, you know, that's just too much. I like my Lord Melodrama 13, 14 song album telling a complete narrative story, just complete mm, chef's kiss. Can't wait for it to come back. Um, Okay, but yeah, so long albums are a no for me. Also, daylight savings, like (laughs) how much time do you need to save? Like, damn, the sun release sets at 4.30 p.m. every day. I'm ready to get the fuck ASAP after this shit. Like, what did we ever do to you but love on you and want to bask under your warmth? You really hate to see it. Okay, also, there's something about social media apps that I will never understand. The apps are being widely used, very popular, etc., etc. Then one day out of nowhere, there's an update. We're going to place Reels, TikTok knockoffs, where the upload button used to be, and also a marketplace tab because people like to shop. I'm looking at you, Instagram. Like, why? Why do they do this? Obviously, yes, I know the answer is money, but it doesn't make it any less annoying. Also, Twitter with their quote, retweet, retweet, quote, 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 <laughs> new feature. Like, we'll get used to it. But again, who's coming up with these ideas when no one is complaining in the first place? Lastly, I wasn't feeling well last week. Had the sniffles and a sore throat a day or so after I worked as an election worker. So, of course, I thought the worst and thought, oh, Lord, the Rona had finally got me. Um, so I went and got a COVID test for the first time since March. I haven't needed it before then because I wear my mask, social distance, and pretty much have been quarantining for the last nine months, which I'm perfectly fine with if if I do say so myself. Um, and I was prepared to get that, like, you know, long nasal swab that, you know, you saw 
on social media and stuff at the beginning of this whole thing. But it was just a cute tip that just like went right up my nose, not too far. And it was like, got my results back the next day, which is great. I say all this to say, I tested negative, thank the Lord. And I should probably stop sleeping under an open window at night in the winter time. She already gave us an iconic performance to talk about this week. So why not also a wise quote as well? From Wendy Williams, the quote goes, Who's nice all the time? Short, not so sweet, but to the point. Sometimes don't you just get tired of being nice? I wish I wasn't nice when it came to scamming Samson. Ciao. But in 2020, I think it's safe to say nice would be a welcome change of pace. Don't you think? Thanks for listening. This episode was nice and short to get you started or keep you moving on your day. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can reach me at thoughtsaloudpodcast with an S at gmail.com or all my socials listed below. One more episode before Thanksgiving. How are your holiday plans looking this year? What's your dish of choice? I know it's probably the turkey, says no one ever. (laughs) Alrighty, until next time, Wendy, sing us out. We love you for watching this evening, but this is for New York. Young and pretty, riding the subway, riding with people. Uh, Up in Harlem, down on Broadway, you're no trap. But you're no lady Talking that street talk uh, With the heart and soul of New York